Hi, this is Jessica McCoy with Calvary Christian Center. Thank you so much for listening. We pray that this message encourages and inspires you to be everything God has created you to be. We hope you enjoyed this message. With a voice of triumph, who's ready to receive? Our team outdid themselves today, did they not? It's my custom to stand for the reading of God's Word. If you're able, I would appreciate it. If you're not, I understand. But I declare that this is a year of growth, blessing, and prosperity over your life. At the end of 21 days of prayer and fasting, who is saying, be it unto me, Lord? Come on, be it unto me. We're coming from Deuteronomy chapter 26, verse 1, and it shall be when you come into the land which the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance, and you possess it and dwell in it, that you shall take some of the first fruits of all the produce of the ground, which you shall bring from your land, that the Lord your God is giving you, and put it in a basket, and go to the place where the Lord your God chooses to make his name abide. I don't know about you, but I'm real grateful that God has chosen Calvary's Christian Center to make his name abide. Anybody thankful for that? The Bible says in verse 3 that you shall go to the one who is the priest in those days and you shall say to him, I declare today to the Lord your God that I have come to the country which the Lord your God swore to our fathers to give us. Then the priest shall take the baskets out of your hand and set it down before the altar of the Lord your God and you shall answer and say before the Lord your God, my father was a Syrian about to perish. He went down to Egypt to dwell there, few in number, and there he became a nation great and mighty and populous. But the Egyptians mistreated us, afflicted us, laid hard bondage on us. Then we cried out to the Lord, the Lord God of our fathers. And the Lord heard our voice and looked on our affliction and our labor and our oppression. So the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and with an outstretched arm with great terror and with signs and wonders, he brought us to this place and has given us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. And now behold, I have brought the first fruits of the land which you, O Lord, have given me. Then you shall set it before the Lord your God and worship before the Lord your God. So you shall rejoice in every good thing. Right now, I want you just to rejoice in every good thing, come on. And every good thing which the Lord your God has given to you in your house, the Levite and the stranger who is among you, I'm going to teach and proclaim this year over your life for the next few minutes. 2019 is your year of blessing, breaking, bre blessing, birthing, and breakthrough. If you receive that, slip up your hands. Father, we declare that this will be a year of blessing, birthing, and breakthrough, that no weapon the enemy forms against us shall be able to prosper. We receive everything God has for us. If you love the Lord, give him the ovation of the morning. Come on. Praise the Lord. You can be seated. Thank you for coming right through bad weather. The devil told me, he said, nobody will be at church today, just you and John and your family. Everybody you pay will come. Nobody else is coming. But I just say, devil, look what the Lord has done. Hallelujah. Who believes that this is a year of blessing, birthing, and breakthrough in your life? Come on. 
Now, remember, I've been teaching on 5779. uh, On the Gregorian calendar, it is the year 2019. But on the Hebrew calendar, which is God's calendar, it's the year 5779. And I don't know about you, but I don't don't want to just know where I am on the Greek calendar. I want to know where I am on God's calendar. I want to be in sync with his timeline. So real quickly, I want to remind you of what I've been teaching about blessing, breakthrough, and birthing. Remember now, Hebrew scholars tell us that that these letters and numbers, they're interchangeable. They're alphanumeric. That means we have a separate set of symbols for letters and numbers, but the Hebrew people use the same set of symbols. And this nine, this nine is the letter tet or the number tet. And it looks like a few different things. Number one, because it's hieroglyphic, that means their numbers look like something. It looks like a basket. And I taught a revelation that God gave me on baskets. And if you remember, it was very powerful. I'd never heard it in my life. There are five words for basket in the Bible. Number one is a basket for bread. In the Bible, baskets represent more than enough. They represent not only an ample supply, but more than enough. In particular, bread baskets represent more than enough. It would have been those kind of baskets that Jesus would have had his disciples use to gather up the 12 baskets of leftovers when he fed the 5,000. So my faith says this this year. That this year is going to be a year of more than enough. This year, I'm declaring that my basket will be filled with abundance. I'm not just going to get by in the name of Jesus. I'll have more than enough of everything that I need. How many of you want to anoint your basket with more than enough? Maybe you just want to survive and get by and just barely have enough to get your hair done, but your neighbor is flipping the script and saying, I don't want to just survive. I want more than enough. I dare somebody who trusts God this year to be a banner year of supernatural provision, more than enough, give him a praise right now. The second word for basket is a, is a word that really implies the basket that they use to pick up grapes. Grapes represent two things. Grapes were used to make new wine and grapes were sweet. And when I read this, the Lord said, stir the people's faith this year. That this year there's going to there's gonna be a sweetness in their lives. That this year is going to be a sweet year. I'm ready to get done with the drama. I don't want drama this year. I told you last year we're saying no to OPD. That's other people's drama. How many of y'all know some drama you don't even get to be responsible for it? You got people producing drama all around you. Is that just me or can you make a little noise if that's you? But this year is going to be a sweet year. This year we're going to enjoy one another. We're going to enjoy our family, enjoy our children, enjoy our jobs. Make a little noise if you're ready for a sweet year. But it also represents new wine. So I'm declaring this year God's got some new things for us. That we haven't seen it all. We haven't experienced it all. There's some things God's going to do in your life that you ain't ever seen. You've never experienced. There's some breakthroughs coming. There's some new things coming. There's some new opportunities coming. I call new doors. Hallelujah. New relationships. New paths of provision. New peace. New power. How many of you are ready for God to provide the new in your life. I'm receiving that in faith. 
And then the third basket was a basket that was actually a very strong basket. It was used to carry the clay to the brickyard, and they could carry this heavy clay and carry these heavy items, and this basket would never break. It would take that clay to the brickyard, and they would make bricks there, and they would carry the bricks in this basket. What I'm saying to you this year is this. God makes your basket strong. This year, you're able to carry weighty things. Hallelujah. This year, you don't fall apart every time the devil hiccups. This year, you don't push the panic button because you know I'm strong. And God's given me the power not to only get through it, but to overcome it and have victory in the name of Jesus. But I'm decreeing that you're not just going to carry heavy, weighty things in the earthly sense. You're going to carry the heavy, weighty presence of God. You're going to carry heavy, weighty glory, heavy, weighty anointing, heavy, weighty power. That when somebody's sick, you can lay hands on them and they'll be healed in the name of Jesus. You're going to carry heavy, weighty anointing and power. Now watch this. In the name of Jesus, I decree and declare that this is not Jesus' light. This is not sugar-free Holy Ghost. This is not fat-free Calvary. Come on, somebody. But in the name of Jesus, we're going all in. I've been... Listen, I've been fasting 21 days. I don't have one problem that a chicken wing can't fix right now. Can I get a witness? But what I'm trying to tell you is in the name of Jesus, we're going to have a thick, viable, weighty outpouring of the Holy Spirit. You're in the right church at the right time with the right pastor on the right Sunday at the right year. How many of you are ready for weighty things? Weighty things in Palm Coast, weighty things in Orlando, weighty things in New Smyrna, and weighty things in Ormond Beach. The fourth basket was a basket that was so amazing to me. When I read about it and I studied about it, I fell out in the Holy Ghost. I caught myself. I covered my own legs up. Come on. That's how powerful it was. I felt like I could do it. But this basket was a basket with a lid on it. So what the Lord said to me, he said, tell my people this year that the thief comes to steal and kill and to destroy. But when he tries to come and steal what I've given you this year, your basket has a lid on it. That means when he tries to steal your joy, your basket has a lid on it. God said, whatever I put in your basket, you keep it this year. If I put resources in your basket, influence in your basket, anointing in your basket, power in your basket, relationships in your basket, when the devil comes to try to steal it, he's going to find no access. The lid is shut. Somebody give God praise. Whatever God gives me, I keep it this year. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you just sit there, but I got to praise him because whatever God gives me, I'm keeping it this year. <laughs> Glory be to God. Are you keeping it this year? Now, the fifth basket is an actual basket that was used for what we're going to do. It was a basket that was specially made for first fruits. And many of us sacrifice and we give this first fruits offering and we'll give it at the end of this service. But the Lord spoke to me. He said, you tell my people as they put me first that this is going to be a year that every time they reach back to help my agenda, every time they reach back to give, they're going to find out that I have put provision in their basket as they put me first. How many of you want to be a giver this year and support the work of the Lord? Amen. Now, the second thing that the nine looks like, it says, the, the Hebrew scholars tell us it looks like the womb of a woman. 
Number one, it looks like a basket, and you can see the basket there. But scholars tell us this hieroglyphic number looks like the womb of a woman. And the Lord said to me, he said, you begin to tell your people that this is the year of birthing. <laughs> this is not a year of barrenness. This is not a year of frustration. But this is the year of birthing. And the, oh, I heard you, Holy Ghost. The Lord said some of you are going to get pregnant one Sunday and give birth to it before the next Sunday. The Lord said he's expediting things. The Lord said he's speeding things up in this season. The Lord said, get ready, get ready, get ready. Things you've been waiting on for years. The Lord said, you're going to conceive it and birth it in the same season. Somebody better give God praise. I haven't said that anywhere else, but I feel that in my spirit. God said, I'm about to do a quick thing. The Lord said he's birthing campuses. This, this is the right time to go to Palm Beach, or Palm Beach, Palm Coast. Who knows, Palm Beach maybe, praise the Lord. But this is the right time to go to Palm Coast because this is the year of birthing. And Palm Coast, we're not just coming to start a church. We're here, we're gonna come to Palm Coast and birth a movement, hallelujah. Glory to God. This is the year to birth campuses, ministries, businesses. I declare over you that you're going to birth callings. You're going to birth fresh oil, new opportunities, and new seasons. Who's ready to receive a birthing anointing in your life? Okay, the, four, the third thing that, that uh, Hebrew scholars tell us that this looks like, this tet, this, this number nine, this letter tet, they say it looks like a snake. Do you see the head of the snake and the snake right around there? It's so funny to me how people shout over the birthing and they shout over the blessing, but then they get worried about a little snake. But how many of you know God's not concerned and worried about a snake? Because remember, this, this number over here is the A-N. We're in the decade of the A-N. If you look at the A-N, the A-N actually looks like eyes. The word A-N means sight. It means to see, to perceive. And you can see at the very top of those stems, there's two eyes. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, don't worry about the snake this year. Don't get so concerned about what the enemy's doing. He said, this is the year that you're going to see the snake in the grass. The Lord said everything the devil has designed against you before he can get it done, you're going to see him. The Lord said every weapon that he tries to form, they already got it up there. Y'all wait. Y'all still in my thunder. My goodness, go back. Hallelujah. Act like you didn't see that. Praise the Lord. Now, now watch this. This is your year that you're going to A and you're going to see the attacks of the enemy. You're going to see him coming against your children. You're going to see him trying to come against your marriage. You'll know how to pray. You'll know what to bind. You'll know what to loose. You'll know how to take authority. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. You'll find out greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The devil's going to be so frustrated because he thinks he's going to sneak attack you. But ah, hallelujah, the Lord said there's no sneak attacks this year. The Lord said you're going to have clarity. I dare somebody I'm about to dance right now. I dare somebody to give God a praise if you want to see the works of the enemy and he don't sneak up on you this year. Tell your neighbor he doesn't sneak up on me this year. Now the Lord said to me, he said, you got to change the way you look at things. He said, change the way you see things. And if you change the way you see things, the things you see will change. 
He said, you've got to stop looking at the devil like he's a threat. He said, this year, don't look at the snake like he's a threat. Now in the back, bring it up. This year, the devil is not a threat. This year, the devil becomes prey. The Lord said that you're going to have an eagle eye anointing. And this year, don't look at the devil like he's going to steal from you. Look at the devil like you're going to steal from him. Don't look at the devil like he's going to defeat you. Look at that dog of a snake and say, I defeat you this year. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, say this year, your enemy becomes your prey. One, two, three, give the Lord a praise in here. I said, give the Lord a praise in here. Now the Lord said to me, he said, tell my people that they don't just survive this year. See, even in warfare, the Lord said, your warfare is different this year. This year you don't hold ground. This year you take ground. Some of y'all have been breaking your neck trying to hold what you got. The Lord said, stop worrying about what you got. There's a lid on the basket. You're not losing what you've got this year. Your warfare is not about holding ground. This year, when you enter into warfare, you're taking ground. You're taking from the enemy. Who's ready to take everything that God has for you in this season? So this is not a year of mediocrity. This is not a year of survival. This is not a year to scratch out some mega pathetic spiritual existence. But this is the year of blessing, birthing, and breakthrough. Somebody say, be it unto me. <laughs> be it unto me. Now, what's the key? Matthew 6, 33, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Somebody say, seek. Seek is a word of worship and worship is pursuit. And the Lord said, you got to pursue me first. He said, don't just seek me, seek me first. Seek me first, it means chiefly, first of all, first in rank, first in line, first in place of order of importance. God said, I will not fit somewhere on your list. He said, I'm preeminent. I've always been and I'm always will be. Nothing has ever come before me. Without me, there was nothing. Nothing was made without me. You will not have anything that you really desire in the supernatural realm until you put me first. He said, but when you make me first, everything else you need shall be added unto you. Somebody say first. Seek first the kingdom of God. First is a word that is linked to the word foundation. And foundation is what you build everything else on. Hear me, you gotta build your life on the pursuit of God. We're laying our foundation with our first fruits giving. We're giving this first fruits offering to the Lord. And when we bring it to God, we are saying, God, you are first, hallelujah. We are putting you first. Some give the first day. Many give the first week or the first pay period. Some even give a first month. It's Dawn and I, this is our most sacrificial Sunday in giving. We get out there in faith and we give our best. The Bible tells us about first fruits and hear me precious, you can't fulfill a biblical prerequisite and not receive a biblical blessing. If you do the principles of the Bible, the principles of the Bible will manifest in your life because God is not a man that he should lie. All scripture is God breathed, it is theophanies, it is breathed by the Holy Ghost. So if God said it, he 
will do it. If he spoke it, he will perform it. And if he blessed the Old Testament believers with the power to prosper, he'll do it when I bring my first fruits to the Lord. If you believe your B-I-B-L-E, give the Lord praise right now. The Bible said you shall take some of the first. Somebody shout first. First of all the produce of the ground, the first, the chief, the choice part. God expected the children of Israel to bring an offering of the first. And this was done around the Shavuot festival. This festival was called the Shavuot festival or the festival of first fruits. And he said, don't bring me just any old offering, but bring me an offering of the first. Bring me the choice and the best. Now watch this. The Jews would bring an offering to the Lord of the wheat and barley. Baby, will you help me? You look so pretty today. Don't, don't, you so fine, you so fine, you blow my mind. Hey, don't. Hey, don't. Now, you're going to be the priest today. The priest would take the wheat and the barley, and the wheat and the barley represented the, 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 the crops that were already in the barn. So the priest would take the wheat and barley and he would wave it before the Lord. Now he would wave the wheat before the Lord because he already had it. And so this acknowledged what this wave offering said, God, this is what you've already done. Who could wave your hand right now and give God praise for what he's already done? Oh, I thought it'd be a little more noisy than that. I said, is there anybody that can wave your hand giving God praise for what he's already done? Now, the second wave was a wave that came that said, this is what you're able to do. This, this loaf says, God, this is what you've done, and this is what you're able to do. I dare somebody to raise your hands right now and wave before the Lord and say, God, I praise you for what you've done, but I ain't going to stop praising you because I believe that you're able to do exceedingly, abundantly, way above anything I can ask or think. I need somebody just to wave and make the devil mad. Wave in faith right now. Wave in belief right now. God's going to do it. One, two, three, shout unto God. Now, what is mind-boggling about this is that the priest, you did so good, baby. Thank you. You did me and you, chicken, when it's over. I need a catcher. My Lord, I'm about to fall out. Now watch this. What's so amazing about this is they brought the two, the two crops that were in the barn, but then they would go out and they would cut the five crops not fully matured. And these five crops were the olive, the pomegranate, the date, the grape, and the figs. And they would bring the five that were not even in the barn. They were basically saying, God, if you were good for the wheat and the barley, you're going to be good for the olive, the pomegranate, the date, the grape, and the fig. They were saying, Lord, if you did this, you can do that. Some of y'all need to look at what you've been through in your life, some of the hell that you've already survived, and say, God, if you can do this, you can surely do that. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you are able to work here, you can work there. If you made a way here, you'll make a way there. If you bless me here, you'll every time I turn around, he's making a way. He did this, then he did that, then he did this, then he did that, then he did this, then he did that. Tell your neighbor every time 
I turn around, he's making a way. Give God a praise. Hey. So this first fruit in Hebrew is the Becherim. It, it literally means the promise that's to come. They gave the wheat and the barley offering based on what God had already provided and they brought an unripened offering from each of the five crops in faith believing what was to come. This is such an amazing act of faith. This offering was an offering that acknowledged God for blessing them in the season that they were in, but it also was an offering in faith for the blessings that were to come. Now, I don't know about you. I can only speak for me and Pastor Dome and our family. I can speak for myself and say, I don't believe that God is through blessing me. Hate on me if you have to. Come on. Drink Haterade. Eat Hater chips. Come on. You, you do whatever you got to do. Eat Hater tots, but you ain't worrying me. Because I believe if you can't handle where I am, you're going to really trip out about where I'm going. Because I don't believe that God is through blessing me. How many of you believe that God hadn't run out of blessings and he's not through blessing you? If you believe the Lord ain't through blessing you, give God a praise right now. The Jewish people believe that God was the source of every blessing in their life and he will never run out of blessings. Don't let the devil fool you. God has not run out of blessings. He's not run out of ways to break you through, heal your body, provide for your family. The devil is a liar. I've come to tell you today if he did it before, he can do it again. God has not run out of blessings. If he blesses one, he can bless another. If he heals one, he can heal another. If he opens a door for one, he opens a door for another if he blesses one business he can bless your business if he blesses one job he can bless your job if he blesses somebody's children why not your children do you remember last Sunday were you in the room last Sunday look at your neighbor and say excuse me say I didn't know that you were next if you feel like you're next give the Lord a praise Now, there are very powerful things that I'm going to move quickly through. At this time of first fruits, you remember Pastor Don, when we were in the middle of Jerusalem several years ago, and we went to the Temple Institute, where they are making the artifacts to be used in the temple that's going to be built. It's getting ready, y'all. Jesus is coming. And I grabbed this book and it was revelation to me and that's where the Lord gave me this revelation of first fruits. The Jews in this Bakram festival, this Shavut festival, they would bring an offering to the Lord and they carried that offering on top of their heads. This was symbolic to me because the head represents the mind. When they brought their first fruits offering to the Lord, it meant they had made up their minds to remember him first. I wanna ask you today, have you made up your mind about some things? Okay, that's about half of you. I said, have you made up your mind about the Lord? Have you made up your mind that you have decided to follow Jesus and there is no turning back? 
Have you made up your mind about your giving? Have you made up your mind about your serving? Have you made up your mind about your V-I-C-T-O-R-Y, your victory? Have you made up your mind about your joy? Tell your neighbor, say, I made up my mind. Yeah, devil, it's too late. I made up my mind about my breakthrough. I made up my mind about my perseverance. I made up my mind. Tell somebody around you, I made up my mind. I made up my mind, devil, you can't have my family. I made up my mind, I'm moving past my past. I made up my mind, I'm walking in my purpose. I made up my mind, I'm overcoming obstacles. I made up my mind, I'm putting the devil under my feet. I made up my mind, I'm walking in joy. I made up my mind. Is there anybody that made up your mind? You just made your mind up and this year, it's gonna be different. Give God a shout if you made up your mind. I'll find three people and say, I made up my mind. Uh, made up my mind. I'm not going to be defeated this year. I made up my mind. I'm not going to be depressed this year. I made up my mind. Hallelujah. Made up my mind. Now, watch this. The Romans despised first fruits because they didn't want the Jews to give a first fruits offering to the Lord because they wanted it all for themselves. They, and that's how the devil is. He doesn't want you to give to God. He wants you to use it on evil pursuits. He wants you to use it on things that will destroy you. So what did the Romans do? The Romans would set up roadblocks. They outlawed first fruits giving in order to stop the Jewish people from bringing their first fruits to the Lord. But see, these faithful Jews, y'all, they made up their minds. They made up their minds that they would hide their gifts in their baskets, they would hide their gifts, and they would go around any roadblock. If they had to go miles around the roadblock, they'd go miles around it, but they would not let nothing stop them from honoring God. Hear me in this room. The enemy even now will do everything he can to throw roadblocks up before you and stop you from honoring God on this sacred Sunday of first fruits. The Romans hated it and the devil hates it. And he will attack you and because he despises it when you put the Lord first. He'll throw up roadblocks in front of you and say things like all that church cares about. All they care about is money. You can't do that because all that preacher talks about is money. Liar, liar, pants on fire. If you come to my church, y'all, I rarely preach on money. I should probably preach on it more. The truth is, I talk about everything. I talk about your bedroom. I talk about how you act. I talk about your attitude. Tell your neighbor, he'll get to you. Come on, he'll get to you. I talk about everything. I, I talk, I look, listen, the Bible deals with it all, and that's what I, I claim to do. But I'll tell you this you say well all that preacher cares about is money can I just say this precious whatever you give today changes nothing for me I am not on commission I'm on salary I've had a, a, a board that set my salary for years and I'm thankful and they take care of me and I give God praise for it I've had opportunities to be on commission but I said never 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 because I never want there to be a time that I would stand and receive an offering and have any hidden agenda so when I state stand before you today I'm telling you don't and I are given our most sacrificial gift. We are laying this thing down ourselves. And the truth is, I'm not trying to get anything from you. I'm trying to get something to you. 
Because when you seek God first and his righteousness, all these things shall be added unto you. You must declare even this morning, I'm not going to be hindered. I've made up my mind. If you've made up your mind concerning the things of God, one, two, three, give the Lord a shout and a praise. Now, what amazes me is when they would bring this first fruits offering to the Lord, they would wrap it up in a weed grass ribbon. Weed grass, not, not weed like some of y'all are thinking. I'm not talking about weed that just got legalized. Come on, somebody. I'm talking about weed grass. It was literally something that they could find anywhere. And they would wrap those precious offerings up in weed grass. And, and, and weed grass represents something that had no value. It was just weeds, but the weed grass held it all together. And I was thinking, if you're going to give an offering to the Lord, why wouldn't you wrap it in spun gold? Why wouldn't you wrap it in silk? But the weed grass was worthless. But the truth is, it may not have seemed like it was much and seemed valuable, but it held everything together. And when I read that, the Lord gave me a revelation that the weed grass represents our faith. It may not seem like much, but it's holding everything together. My faith in Jesus is holding everything together. I'm telling you, I've had some storms, but my faith held it together. I've been talked about like a junkyard dog, but my faith held it together. I've endured attacks, but my faith held it together. I've endured financial problems, but my faith held it together. I've endured the devil coming against me, but my faith held it together. Is there anybody here today, you know it hadn't been your money, you know it hadn't been your connections, you know it hasn't been your skills or your ability, but your faith in the name that is above every name has caused you to be able to hold it all together. Give God a shout if that's you. Tell your neighbor, say neighbor, you just sit there if you want to, but I gotta give God praise. My faith in him has held it all together. When she left me, it held it all together. When he hurt me, it held it all together. When my money got funny, it held it all together. When I got a bad doctor's report, my faith in God held it all together. I'm still here. Devil, you should have killed me when you got a chance. You say, Pastor, how do you know you held it all together with faith in God? Because I'm still here. If the devil could have took me out, he would have took me out. But greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. High five somebody and tell them you're still here, y'all to praise him. You're still here, y'all to shout. You're still here, y'all to give God glory. Now, now, let me move on. Watch this. As you bring this first fruits offering, I want you to understand you can rejoice because you're making a difference. We're, we're about to, to build a kid's center, put it all together across the way. Who's excited about that? We're going to start a campus in Palm Coast. Missionaries are staying on the field, hungry folk are eating and lost folk are finding Jesus. Tell your neighbor, my giving makes a difference. But watch this, there are several things. I'm getting ready to close, what does that mean? Nothing, nothing. 
There were several things that the Jews believed happened and occurred on this precious day of first fruits. Now watch this. Y'all gonna have to, gonna have to shout a little bit in a minute, so get ready. But there were several things that happened. Number one, if you know the story of Esther, they believe on the anniversary of this date that Haman was defeated on this day. That means the gallows that he had built for the Jews, he had plotted to kill the Jews in Persia, but he was hung in his own gallows. That means whatever the devil has done, push your neighbor and say it's gonna backfire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every scheme he brings against your family, it's gonna backfire. Every scheme he brings against your purpose, it's gonna backfire. Everything he brings against your children, it's gonna backfire. Everything he brings against your destiny, it's gonna backfire. Come on, somebody. The Lord said, as you bring your first fruits to the Lord, supernatural defeat is coming for every enemy of your purpose. If you receive that, give the Lord a praise. Hallelujah. Now, the second thing, if you study, you'll find out that Israel crossed the Red Sea and the Egyptian army perished on the anniversary date of the First Fruits Festival. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, many people have been hindered because of the obstacles that have stood before them. The Red Sea represents an obstacle that was standing before the children of Israel. And then the attack of the Egyptian army was behind them. But on that day, the day of first fruits, the obstacle moved and the attackers were destroyed. I hear the Lord say, oh my, 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 my. He said they were standing there and I told the children of Israel and Moses. He said, you see those Egyptians that have dogged you out? He said, after this day, you will see them no more. I declare that there are obstacles that are getting out of your way, but I also declare that there is a no more on your horizon. I hear the Lord say obstacles are going to be removed in 2019 and there are some battles that you will fight no more. Somebody shout no more. There are some things I've worried about no more. There are some problems that I had no more. There are some issues that I've dealt with no more. Somebody needs to get that in your spirit right now and give God praise. There is a no more on your horizon. Obstacles are moving. Give God praise for the no more. Come on. Hallelujah. Now, they believe on the anniversary of this date that Israel ate of the first fruits of the promised land. In other words, they tasted things they had never tasted before. They experienced things they had never experienced before. Who's ready to taste some things you've never tasted before and experience some things you've never experienced before? Tell your neighbor, it's time for new things. It's time for new things. And finally, finally, Noah's Ark came to rest on Mount Ararat on this day. Now I need you to stand and get ready to receive this. Everybody stand on your feet. Noah's Ark came to rest on Mount Ararat on this day. And that may not seem like much until you transliterate and define the name Ararat. Ararat literally defined means this. 
it means the place of the reverse of the curse. The Lord says this year, there are some things that are about to be reversed. God is about to reverse the curse. God's about to reverse the curse in your life. As you sow your seed, wrap your faith around the fact that every curse the enemy would bring against you and your family is crushed and broken. Somebody say reverse the curse. Somebody give God praise because he's reversing the curse. I said give God praise because he's reversing the curse. Get your neighbor by the hand, bring that up in the back and tell your neighbor, say neighbor, as you sow your seed, wrap your faith around the fact that every enemy and every curse of the enemy is going to be broken, it's going to be crushed, and this is your year to walk in blessings because the Lord will reverse the curse. Give God praise. He's reversing the curse of poverty right now. He's reversing the curse of cancer right now. He's reversing the curse of addiction and barrenness right now. He's reversing the curse of lack of direction. He's reversing the curse of struggle. He's reversing the curse of depression. I need somebody to give the Lord a crazy praise right now. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you just stand there and be cute. But I gotta give the Lord one of those crazy praises. I gotta give the Lord a dance. I gotta give the Lord a shout. He's reversing the curse in my life. The devil thought he had me, but too late, devil, the Lord is on my side. The devil thought he would bring me down, but too late, devil, the Lord is on my side. The devil thought I would die, but too late, devil. He reversed the curse. Somebody turn to your right right now. Somebody turn to your right. Somebody turn to your right right now. I dare you, when I say three, turn around. Ready, one, two, three, turn around. And give God a shout that that's exactly what's happening in your life. He is reversing the curse. He is reversing the attack. He is reversing the issue. Reverse it, God. When it comes to sin, don't rehearse it. When it comes to failure, don't rehearse it, but curse it. Don't nurse it. Don't rehearse it, but curse it and watch God reverse it. Hallelujah! So here we are after 21 days. Many of us have prayer and fasting. Some. not fasted every day but that's okay we're here today to bring our sacred season offering before the Lord we're implementing and claiming the ancient promises of God somebody raise your hand if you're believing for new beginnings so Pastor Don come here baby you know the truth is y'all I've, I've had a rough week. I've been dealing with it. 
I've had tooth issues. I've laid for hours at the time in the dentist chair. That's not hell, but it is the great tribulation. And uh, I never seem like go into anything just a little bit. I've had some real intense infection. I've been dealing with migraine headaches and I've, they didn't get it the first time. I had to go back to the dentist again and I'm wearing a temporary crown. I'm glad when I get to heaven, I get a permanent one. This morning, Dawn looked over. She said, what's, what's that in your hand? I'm talking about in between services. I said, this crown just comes straight off my tooth. Devil. I took antibiotics to made me toe up from the flow up. Come on, y'all. Antibiotic, antibiotics from hell, but pain medicine from heaven. Come on. But I was determined that I was going to fast and I was going to pray and I was going to give because I need God's blessings, baby. We need it in our lives. So we talked about it and we're giving our seed today. Psalms 126 says this, he that goes forth weeping, bearing precious seed for sowing shall doubtless return, bringing in a harvest with him. I'm not ashamed to tell you that I'm sowing because I need a harvest. There's things we need the Lord to do. I just turned 55 this Wednesday. He that goes forth weeping. How could seed be so precious that you would weep over it? He that goes forth weeping, the psalmist said, bearing precious seed for sowing. The Lord spoke to me. He said, son, the precious seed is not the seed that you keep. The precious seed is the seed that you sow. Because the seed that you sow is the seed that absolutely guarantees a future. Whatever you spend is gone, but whatever you sow brings a return. If you spend it, it's gone, but if you sow it, it produces. He that goes forth weeping, bearing precious seed, why would you weep over your seed? Well, number one, you, you, you weep over it because you know what you went through to get it. I didn't inherit my money. I actually had to W-O-R-K, go to work. That's a four-letter word some people need to start saying and declaring in their own life. How many of y'all actually had to work for what you got? Work for your place you live. Work for the car you drive. It's precious to us because we had to work for it. It's precious to us. You say, well, Pastor, when is it precious to God? It's precious to God when it's precious to you. When is it precious to you? It's precious to you when it takes faith to sow it. If you can give it and it means nothing, but if you have to give it and give it in faith, that's when it's precious to God. You and I are sowing significantly. We talked about it, prayed about it, fasted over it. So the offering that we're giving, we're giving this offering in faith. We're giving, and it's costing us something. 
Some people give the first day. Many people give the first week or the first pay period. We have people who give the first month. We've had people give more than that. So you weep over your seed when you know, number one, what you went through to get it. Number two, when it takes faith to sow it. But number three, when you know it'll make a difference. When you know what it'll do. Your seed will make a difference this year. As you sow, we'll build a place for children. We'll start a campus in Palm Coast. Mm. We'll feed homeless people. We'll keep missionaries on the field. We'll keep giving altar calls. Right here, Pastor Troy. And people will get saved. Watch this now. He that goes forth weeping very precious seed for sowing shall doubtless come bringing in his harvest with him. What produces a doubtless harvest is a precious seed. I believe today as you sow your first fruits offering to the Lord that there's a doubtless harvest coming your way. This is a year of blessing. Somebody say, anoint my basket, Lord. Come on. This is a year of birthing. Somebody say, whatever you have for me, Lord, I claim it. Come on. Now raise your hands. This is a year of breakthrough. Who claims breakthrough in Jesus' name? Now, some of you, you've thought about giving one amount and the Lord has dealt with you to give another, to get out there. As you know, even if I've talked the last two minutes, the Lord has dealt with you to give a sacrificial seed, to give more. I declare as you give today that God is going to honor this first fruits gift. We're going to offer today on this sacred Sunday, we're going to offer our church to the Lord. God, this is your church, all the thousands of people that come here. I'm the lead servant, and we offer our church to the Lord. We're offering, baby, our sacred first fruits to the Lord. But more than anything else, I give, I give myself away. I give myself away. Are you ready to offer yourself to the Lord today? Raise that hand if you are. So, Father, I pray in Jesus' name as people seek first your kingdom and all and your righteousness, all these things will be added because we put you first. Bless your people now as we prepare to bring this first fruits offering to the Lord. Now, I want all my guys and all my girls to get in your stations right now. There's going to be there's going to be people that will stand before you, our staff and our pastors and our leaders and our elders. And they're going to receive this offering. And as they receive it, they're going to pray over it. Pastor Troy, give me one of those cloths. As you give, now you can give online. You can, you can text to give. Bring our text to give number, please. It's 386. You can text to give 386-866-3060. Pastor Don and I are giving our most significant gift of the year. We're giving it online. You can give... Uh, via your credit cards you can give a check you can give cash but as you give this first fruits offering first week first month some first day we're going to give you a prayer cloth for every family we have prayed over these cloths every day anointed them with oil right in our chapel 
And the Bible says in Acts 19, 11, and 12 that God brought special miracles by the hands of Paul. So his body, so from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs and aprons and the diseases departed from them and the evil spirits left them. As you take this, I want you to, if you've got a rebellious son, place it under his bed. If you've got a sick one, you're believing for healing, place it under their pillow. If you're believing God to bless you and you need a financial breakthrough, put it in your purse. Because you see, I'm, I'm crazy enough to believe all the Bible. And I believe if God did it for Paul, he'll do it for Jim. Come on, somebody. So I want you right now, you by live stream, don't you miss this moment. There's a giving icon. You just click on first. Everything that comes in first. This is not our tithe. This is first. Everything that comes in today is going to go to first fruits. Now, when this is over, I'm going to wave that offering before the Lord. Nobody leave just for a moment. I know we've gone a little bit long today, but if nobody will leave, I'm going to wave that offering before the Lord and we're going to receive every blessing God has for us. So babe, will you pray over this first fruits offering? Will you pronounce the blessing of the Lord over it? Father, we thank you for this day and this time of prayer and fasting. And now as we set our hearts to give, Father, our very best, we present it to you this year. And we thank you, Lord, that as we sow, we receive the blessing of the first fruits in our lives. That as we have set you first in all things, everything else we need will be added unto us in this year. We thank you for every blessing, the birthing, and the breakthroughs in Jesus' name. Say in Jesus name I claim it all now even before you give give the Lord a shout you by live stream you praise the Lord right where you are let's give to God together everybody come let's give to the Lord come on our guys are going to pray over you as you give.
chance of rain rain on the outside rain on the inside hi this is jessica mccoy with calvary christian center thank you so much for listening we pray that this message encourages and inspires you to be everything god has created you to be we hope you enjoyed this message